Welcome to the Mom Tuition Podcast, where we help ambitious moms tap into their intuition, find their purpose, and live their best life. I'm your host, Katie. Join me each week as we dive into career, business, self-development, and personal growth. Get inspired by successful moms and experts who have been in your shoes. This is your weekly dose of motivation and practical tips to unlock your true potential. Let's dive in. Hey, what's up, working moms? And welcome back to the Mom Tuition Podcast. It's Wednesday, and I am 90 days away from baby number two's due date. And I feel like it really hits you when you hit that 90-day mark. I know technically I'm still in the the second trimester at 27 weeks, but... 90 days, guys, 90 days. Um, I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm all the things. I, I feel like anytime you are doing something technically for the first time, it just comes with so many unknowns. And this is one of those things. It's like, yeah, I gave birth before, but every experience labor delivery is different. This time we have... Grayson, our two and a half year old, and how's that gonna be? And I've never been away overnight yet. Um, so uh, definitely trying to figure that out and want to um, do at least one night away before that day comes. So gosh, all the things start coming up with 90 days. I feel like the the pressure's on. The deadline is approaching. Um, but and with that, uh, I do want, I, I kind of have been teasing and teeing up a big announcement, and that is I am excited that I, to announce I'm officially launching coaching as part of the mom tuition, and I'm so excited about this. I had a beautiful opportunity to work with three women over the past three weeks, working moms. And I just absolutely loved it. It was not only a trial for me, but also to hear from them and hear their feedback and, and just uh, see, see you try it on for size, you know, and it lit me up. And these women are amazing. And it just was a game changer to add this to my life. And so I am officially going to be offering coaching. And so if you are a working mom and you are feeling maybe overwhelmed or like you need just someone to bounce ideas and thoughts and feelings off of and you're looking for support, you know, I shared this with all of the women and, and that is what drives me to coaching. So there was a time in my life where I, multiple times in my life, where I thought, hey, you know what, maybe I'll go back and become a licensed therapist. I just love helping people and talking through challenges, feelings, thoughts, et cetera, and, and being that sounding board. But what was happening going down that path was 
therapy feels heavy to me and I'm not interested in adding more heaviness. Like what lights me up is talking to moms specifically, working moms, about their dreams, about their goals, about what they want to create in their life, what feels good to them. How can they add more positivity in their life? How can they develop coping mechanisms and work on stress management and uh, habit building? And, and along with that, you know, with my background in sales and marketing and operations and startup life and all the ins and outs of that, I also want to offer an opportunity for those moms who are looking to start and or grow a product-based business. So this is, you know, the mom that maybe is making mugs with inspirational quotes and and wants to start selling them. And you don't know, should I sell on Etsy, Amazon, Shopify? Um, and then from a marketing perspective, you know, maybe you already have all of that dialed, but you're like, man, my marketing, I know I have this amazing product, but I'm that's just not your forte. Well, that is definitely my bread and butter. And so helping develop the marketing strategy, ideas, where do you start? What channels should you start on? How many? Uh, and, you know, should you do an email list? Should you do advertising? Where do you reach your target customer, etc.? So there's kind of a two-track two uh option here for for coaching and I'm going to be I, I have six spots open and if you are interested in learning more please reach out to me katie at themomtuition.com you can also dm me on instagram at themomtuition or maybe you're just a listener and you know someone that you think this would be a really great fit for send them my contact info or email me and I will send you more information to send to them, however you want to do it. But I, I'm just so excited about the future of mom tuition and creating a space, a positive space for working moms to pursue their goals, their dreams, their passions, to create a life that they love, that feels good. And and I am excited to be with you uh, along the way and on that journey. So, okay, moving on to today's podcast episode. So you guys, this is episode 10. Holy moly, 10 episodes. It feels like a milestone, a celebration of I just feel lit up doing this podcast. You know, I feel like talking and sharing is something that I've always enjoyed doing. But until I discovered podcasting, I didn't really know, like I didn't have a place or a medium. Instagram, Insta Stories is great, but to share kind of more long-winded, 
long, longer, longer form content of of these ideas, of these experiences, of what I've learned, of books that I've read, bringing guests on. And so I, I'm just thankful that you are here. I'm thankful for episode 10. I'm thankful for podcasting. Thank you. Uh, so with that, you guys voted and the podcast topic that was selected for today's Mega Milestone episode 10 is redefining what balance looks like. And I love this topic because I have been the queen, in my opinion, of knowing my limitations, knowing, uh, you know, reserving energy of not draining myself. Uh, and that might sound humorous to some of you since, yes, I have done multiple Ironmans um, and other, you know, marathons, et cetera. But, you know, it's it's less about that and more about there are still maxes and knowing where I can push and where I can't along the way in a race, in training. And taking rest days when I was exhausted or reevaluating my race schedule if it wasn't aligning with how I was feeling, etc. And so I just feel like there is this concept of balance where we feel like in a traditional sense there needs to be an even distribution throughout this pie chart of life. And so I thought, you know what, I am going to look up some definitions of balance. And I want to share them with you because I found it eye-opening. Because again, I think there, for the most part, is this traditional definition of balance and thinking of of things on like a balanced scale and having an equal distribution of parts. So Webster's Dictionary has a few definitions. So the first is an even distribution of weight enabling someone or something to remain upright and steady. And again, even distribution to me, I think that is a traditional understanding or definition of balance but here's where it gets interesting an aesthetically pleasing integration of elements is another definition another definition again Webster's dictionary is mental and emotional steadiness and last by Webster's dictionary is to bring into harmony or proportion Okay, does this not make you feel relieved in some way? Because it definitely made me feel relieved in my own definition. Like, not that I need some clinical or, uh, yeah, clinical definition of it or some uh, academic definition of my own definition of balance, but it's like, you guys, 
an aesthetically pleasing integration of elements, mental and emotional steadiness to bring into harmony or proportion. This is where redefining what balance looks like starts. It exists, but we don't talk about this side of it enough. I think for me, I... I've never felt like I can do it all. In fact, I'm aware that I can't. And I think sometimes it's to a fault where it can be frustrating or or annoying because somewhere I am falling short because I I do I th- I think that's true for all of us. You know, I was talking to a girlfriend the other day and it was like she said I feel like I'm the worst friend right now. Like friendship is not on the table the way that it used to be. It's, she's like, I'm a horrible friend. And I was like, I'm, I've, I'm a horrible friend too. Like ask my friends. Sometimes it takes me three days to text them back. And the reality is that there are things that are going to be deprioritized or where we are going to fall short in life which is why I think it's focusing on priorities balance is really about seasons about prioritization it is so okay I then looked up According to the medical dictionary, I I wanted to know the definition of life balance. Webster's dictionary didn't have it, but medical dictionary did. It is a harmonious blend of occupational, familial, social, and leisure pursuits. Harmonious blend. I love that. Harmony. What feels good? What sounds good? Harmony, you know, that is the part of a song that that just lights people up. It's usually the part that people remember and know and sing to. It's, it's like, what, what does a harmonious blend look like for you? And it's okay if this changes. Again, I used to be an Ironman triathlete training 20 hours a week, working full time, okay? And I can tell you right now, I had a few best friends, although that's kind of me par for the course. I I tend to um, prefer uh, very deep, meaningful friendships um, and fewer over lots um in terms of just like I love a one-on-one I love one-on-one time uh with friends and really having those deep and meaningfuls and at the end of the day there's only so many hours in the day or week or month or year for those and right now there there was there was a time when I was training for triathlon where you know that triathlon work it was, life was, I, I missed family vacations because of work and life, or work and triathlon. I, uh, I feel like part of the reason why I met my husband on Tinder, fun fact for you, is because 
I wasn't going out and doing things outside triathlon and running is a very uh, singular sport. You do a lot alone and or if you are with a group, it's uh, more a visual of the group. If you think about swimming, you're following feet in a pool. There isn't there isn't a talking aspect where you're just, yeah, you're meeting all these different kinds of people or the dating scene. You know, group rides. I was usually one of the slowest, and so I'm most I was mostly chasing from the back of the pack. Anyway, I I feel like there have been times in my life where things were harmoniously blended but there were things that in life on a life wheel wouldn't look great you know there was a time in my life where I was spending money for the experience and not thinking about saving and I think that there was this you know, again, finances wasn't wasn't really a priority. I had to pay my bills and things, but it wasn't it wasn't top of mind. Experience was top of mind. Triathlon, racing, new helmet, new shoes, new bike. And I think when we think about balance, you know, I have this saying that honestly drives my husband crazy sometimes. And I I think I brought this up last episode. And, and maybe a few times because I honestly come from this perspective, this lens a lot. I call myself a B plus student. B is for balance and the, and the plus is for doing my best. And it's doing a few things as well as I possibly can while not striving for perfection, which to me, perfection is stressful it causes anxiety it is if you it causes procrastination it 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 causes an inability to execute uh it causes inaction Uh, it causes a feeling of you know at the end of the day even more so than a b plus that i I need to do it all. I need to do do it all. I should do it all. And it's like, no, 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 no. Balance. Balance should feel good. Balance should feel like you, It again, something has to give. We can't do it all, all the time. And I think especially when as a working person who then has kids and and you now are a working mom you've added an element to your life that causes a lot of unknowns a lot of unknowns and also a need right like all of a sudden you go from only ever having to think about yourself to having one two three however many kids and being aware of their needs and and all of a sudden you have this element that you didn't have before and so your balance changed family might 
have been your parents or your siblings or cousins. Family maybe was, yeah, a a priority, but as you grew into an adult, it wasn't all the time, right? Like when you are zero to 18 or approximately, if you go a traditional route and then at 18 you move out and you either get a job or go to college, you know, you that was your nucleus that that was family and then you go through this time period where family isn't in your everyday and and so now it's friends it's you know from my own experience it went from family was a huge priority still is I love my sister and brother and my parents they're amazing uh and I see them quite often even though we all live all over the country. But the point is, is that relationship changed. And then I created my own little family at college. And there was a group of us that all played soccer together. And that then became a huge priority in my day-to-day. And obviously classes and pursuing a college degree, soccer, playing college soccer, And then, but the family aspect, you know, when it becomes your own family, your own kids, the demand is greater. So when we think about balance, I think the only way to get to a place of feeling good in the, in the balance of life is Figuring out what that harmonious blend is at this time. What does that look like for you? What's an ideal work week? What's an ideal social life? What's ideal for your hobbies? You know, I I talked about this a couple times now, but I went from being a triathlete that trains 20 hours or so a week to then kind of going through a year or so of mostly riding and then not really swimming very much, just riding and running and not racing. And then COVID hit and I got pregnant and I had a kid. And so the fitness side of my life has shifted at this time. I can't predict the future. I have no idea what that will look like. And so what has happened I started a podcast I read I would say sleep is part of my leisure pursuits I would say going on nature walks with my son is part of my leisure pursuits I would say making a really enjoyable coffee you know it goes back to the podcast I did on self-care but it changes. So now the leisure maybe in terms of time isn't taking up the same amount of time as triathlon did when that was my leisure pursuit because now family is probably the biggest pie piece. But to me, that feels good. That feels balanced. And it's balanced by going to work. It's balanced by doing this podcast and now offering coaching. It is balanced through the, well, we're not doing great at it right now, but there's a group of us moms 
well, not just moms. I shouldn't say that. There's a group of us girls that uh, try to get together monthly for a little uh, dinner. And we're all in so many different seasons, areas of life traveling. But that, you know, again, from weekly to monthly. And right now it's almost bi-monthly. But it, it's not about balance in terms of weight or time. It's a balance in terms of how you feel emotionally about the time that you are investing. It is quality over quantity. This continues to come up. It is what, figure out what your priorities are. What do you want an ideal day, an ideal week to look like? What are you okay with falling through the cracks from time to time? What are you okay with if there isn't that much time for it at this time? And make sure that you are aware of this. Practice it. Write it down. Pause right now or think about it. Share it out loud to a friend, your husband, uh, your parents, and figure out, like, maybe ask around, maybe ask your parents, what does balance look like for you for a starting place? Maybe you feel really good where you're at. And so you're just like, wow, I'm crushing it. I'm working. I'm doing my dream job. I have my husband and my kids and they're awesome and that's feeling good for the amount of time that I'm investing there and I'm doing this for social and this for leisure and and you're feeling groovy or you're looking at these things and you're going man something feels out of whack and I'm not sure that the payoff of things feeling this out of whack is worth it you know because there are times in our life where work is all-consuming or maybe your kid gets the flu one week and one week family is all-consuming because you have a kid home who needs you and childcare isn't available because your kid is sick or whatever that looks like and and so balance is also a bird's eye view it's not in the day-to-day it's not even in the week-to-week. It's looking at it from maybe a year, maybe quarterly, maybe every six months. But it's like, hey, in the course of a year, I would love it if my life looked like this. And you know, a good example of this is teachers or people who have dedicated time off And it's like, at the end of the day, teachers have, you know, a summer break, however long that is. And so work at that time isn't the priority for them. I mean, they might get a part-time job or, or a summer job of some kind, but it's, that's when they revitalize themselves potentially, where they focus on, they have the time. Because teaching is demanding. They have the time for family and social and leisure in a different way than when school is in session. And I just know this because my mom was a teacher and my sister is an adjunct professor. And so I'm familiar with the education space and some of my closest friends are, are educators. And so 
that's that's why we got to rethink balance because light we are not robots on a journey we are spiritual beings on a human journey we have life goes up and down and all around and in and out and things come up and life changes like you cannot predict you cannot expect things to stay the same and so when we are open to balance changing the definition removing this desire to have everything be in equal proportion and and by equal i mean literally even distribution the way that that first definition was when we let go of that then we ask ourselves what just feels good what would feel good and when you look at balance it's looking at these core areas of your life and looking at them going okay here's where I'm at right now and here's what I want the year to look like so, you know, I, I hope that this podcast was helpful to you. I am passionate about this. I love helping people redefine what balance looks like because it is easy to get out of balance. And I don't have, my life is not perfect. I'm not perfectly balanced even with a redefinition, like I said. I mean, but it's, it's also acknowledging that we can't do it all. And I know I said that earlier, but balance, redefining balance is, seriously, it's okay. You're not going to do it all. And my favorite, you know what, for me in this season, that's friendships. And um, one of our closest friend couples stopped by uh, over the weekend just for a quick hello and uh, to do a really nice favor for my husband and I and what I love is that it feels like no time has passed and we don't always get to hang out with them and that happens to me a lot in in my life in general but it's also um that that's the season the every day the weekly like my friendships are important there's no doubt about that friends are important but it's what that looks like at this time. And at the end of the day, some days it does take me two, three days. My husband travels for work. I work. And then when I'm with Grayson, I am pretty much phoned down all present because that's how I like to be and what I like to do. And I, and so sometimes that means that there is a delay and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And I think as a working moms, we have to be okay with delays, with things not being perfect, with, again, I talked about, um, I've talked about cleaning and, and house organization on the podcast before as well. And it's like, you know what? Do the best that you can. Do the best that you can. Prioritize rooms. Again, I know my husband, it is the kitchen. It is the kitchen. And so I am working on, if I am going to clean, 
I clean the kitchen first because that's important. And and I I but the whole house that's going to be hard to do. We have a two and a half year old. We're about to bring on another child in or bring another child into this world. And so some things aren't the bed isn't going to be made every day. Um especially when our kids well, Grayson sleeps in our bed. Who knows about where this second child, that was something that just happened authentically. Um, and so I don't I don't know what it's going to look like managing the house. Um, I'd love to make home-cooked meals all the time. I can't make home-cooked meals all the time by myself with a two-and-a-half-year-old. I mean, that's hilarious. So do I buy frozen lasagnas from Trader Joe's or the delicious organic chicken nuggets from Trader Joe's? Or do I just simply make spaghetti? Or I'm trying to get into crock pot meals a little bit. Um, I think that they are easy. I remember my mom doing them a lot. So I'm testing out some recipes to see if Grayson, what Grayson likes and what I like. Uh, I, we personally make the same meal. So Grayson eats whatever we eat. And so I'm testing out some different things, but there's a lot of simple things that, you know, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for Grayson, or I do a lot of snack lunches, you know, like just like cheese, grapes cut up or, you know, cut up some type of cut up fruit and like half a peanut butter and jelly sandwich um, or hummus and cucumber. He loves hummus. Uh, I I think it's we're not going to do it all. We're not going to do it all perfectly. We are not going to, again, I would love to make home cooked everything. That sounds absolutely amazing. Um, but I'm not going to... Well, I'm not the best cook. I, I wouldn't say I, I like the idea of cooking. I'm not great at executing anyway. So even if I had all the time in the world, uh, I think and an, the fact that I would want to give that to Grayson, uh, I it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And I'm okay with that. And that's also why I love that my husband loves to cook. So when he is home, we kind of uh, trade off in that department which is so nice and so awesome. And I, you know, I could go on and on about very specifics of letting go of these ideals. And I think there's an ideal, whatever that is in your life, an ideal of balance, an ideal of the way to live life, the way to be a working mom. And the reality is there's not. That's an idea we've made up for ourselves. That is an expectation we created from the stories that we tell ourselves about other people and their lives. And it's time to redefine what, it, what balance looks like for you. It's time to let go of a story, an ideal of what, an expectation of what you think balance should look like. 
especially if it's not working, obviously. If it's working, great. By all means, keep doing what you're doing. But, you know, this podcast episode is all about redefining it, letting go, and and figuring out what feels good to you. You know, maybe, I don't care. I've, I've said this before, like, I don't care who says watching TV is not self-care. That is self-care for me sometimes. I love it. I don't do it a lot because there isn't a lot of time for it anymore. But when I get to relax and be entertained for an hour or two, you know, every once in a while, that feels so good. And, and that can be a part of my balance. That can be a part of my leisure pursuits. And so I hope that you walk away from today's podcast feeling lighter feeling relieved, feeling inspired to let go of expectation, let go of of the ideal definition that we have somehow decided is about even distribution, equal distribution versus an aesthetically pleasing integration of elements, mental and emotional steadiness, or to bring into harmony a harmonious blend. The, these are the words I hope you take away with you and you can start to reevaluate what balance looks like for you. And I hope that it starts to feel good if it hasn't been. And you got this. You can work. You can be a mom. You can be an awesome wife. You can be, uh, you can do things for yourself. You can hang out with friends. You can do whatever you want in whatever capacity as long as it feels good to you. So with that, I thank you all for listening to today's 10th episode of the Mom Tuition Podcast. And if this podcast episode resonated with you, I would love it if you screenshot it and shared it on Insta Story or Facebook Stories or wherever you feel, maybe in a DM or something. But I would love it if you shared this with another working mom who maybe could hear this, use this episode. And let's spread the love. Let's help each other. Let's bring each other up. And be each other's community and support network, even across the digital waves of this world. So again... Thank you, and I can't wait to hear what you guys think. I will put all of my contact information in the show notes. I will also put information about coaching in the show notes, and I hope to hear from you. I hope to connect, and I hope you all have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you.